Thank you for joining us to hear today's message. At Faith Assembly, our passion and purpose is loving people to life in Christ. To find out more information, visit our website, faithnewcumberland.com. All right, turning your Bibles to Matthew chapter 14 today, all right? Turn to your neighbor, say, step out in faith. Step out in faith. Oh, I heard that. We could do an opera today, huh? A little operatic today. Step out in faith. Last week we started a series, Step Out in Faith. Uh, God's calling us to stretch our faith. Step out. What is God calling you to do? And uh, different areas that this could apply to our relationship with Jesus. Maybe it's a specific call to share our faith with our friends. Maybe it's a, a, a call to step out in faith and serve in ministry. Uh, maybe God's calling us to step out of faith financially, to give to him financially and trust him with our finances. And so... Um, Last week, we, we kind of took the, the big picture. I mean, we were flying, flipping back and forth in our Bibles. There was five different stories, Old Testament, New Testament. Today, we just have one story, okay? I know it was, it was a little much last year or last week. It maybe got a little carpal tunnel from flipping. But uh, this week, Matthew 14, all right? I don't think we'll have any others that you'll have to flip to. So we looked at the big picture last week, all right? Stepping out in faith, what it looks like and what God's calling us out of, what he's calling us into. And it's often we leave a place of comfort. We leave a place of um, status quo. We leave a place of sometimes apathy. And he calls us out of that, all right? He calls Peter out of the boat to step on the waters. He called the priests off the dry land to step, not in just in the Jordan River, but into the Jordan River at flood season, all right, the flood waters. He called the man with a shriveled hand to not just to, he didn't just lay his hands on him, pray. He said, man, stretch out that shriveled hand, okay? So on and on and on, we looked at these different stories of stepping out of faith. And today we want to focus in on the life or the story of Peter stepping out of the boat. So that's the, the message today is step out of the boat. Let me turn here. Matthew chapter 14 this morning. Someone say, step out of the boat. Some of you are like, I wish I could just step into the boat right now. It's a nice day out there. Go a little fishing today, huh? Matthew 14, starting with verse 22, immediately. All right, let's just stop there. There's a few times this word immediately is used, and it's it's not as common in Matthew's gospel. In Mark's gospel, it's very common. Mark is in a hurry. Mark's just, I'm in a hurry to tell you about the passion of Jesus, the crucifixion, the resurrection. Matthew is a lot more strategic and theological, and he's trying to really tell you and explain things. So when he's saying immediately, he's he's trying to really get to the point of the story here. So immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Yes, Jesus prayed. Jesus needed alone time, all right? He was with the crowds. The crowds are always bugging Jesus, all right? Can you imagine uh, just doing miracles after miracles? People would be at your door like ding-dong, knocking, calling, you know, can I have help? Can you help? So he just needed time to get away, not play video games, not watch movies. He wanted to get away and pray, right? He wanted to get away, spend time with his father. So he gets away. He sends the disciples ahead. And he says, when, he, it says, when evening came, he was there alone. 
but the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted, buffeted by the waves. All right, maybe some of you will go to a buffet after church and you'll buffet your bodies, but this is a different kind of buffeting, all right? Because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately, say immediately. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshiped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Truly, you are the Son of God. Jesus, help us today to hear your word, to read your word, to understand your word, and Holy Spirit, most of all, help us to apply your word, to put it into action, not just read about faith, not just read about stories of great faith, but to be people of faith, Lord. That we would be a church, not just a name faith assembly, but we would be people that, that live lives of faith devoted to the God of the impossible. There is nothing that our God cannot do. And so, Lord Jesus, we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. And it's his, in his name we pray. And everyone said, amen. 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 I was going to show you a video. I don't think we quite have time for it, but I'll just tell you the story. There's, there's a, after 2,000 years of history, there's a group of college students, all right? I know you say millennials. What are they? Well, they've figured it out. They have solved the mystery of walking on water, all right? And you can go on YouTube and, and, and see this. But all you need is two, po- two parts cornstarch, and one part water, all right? And so you can see this funny video. They have this big pool, and they dump all these bags of st- uh, cornstarch and mix water, and they're just walking on water. It's, it's pretty cool. But here's the thing. You can't stay still, all right? So once you step, you got to keep moving. So they're dancing on it. They're moving on it. But once they just stop, they sink, all right? That's what happens with, with Peter here in the story. He's, he's, as long as he's moving forward, as long as his eyes are on Jesus, he's all right. But when he stops, when he looks around, when he thinks about what's happening, he's like, oh, help. Okay, so you can go ahead and take a look at that video this week. So all you, here's you can Google if you want to write down. Fun with non-Newtonian fluid. All right, you'll remember that one. You don't even need to rem- write that one down. Non-Newtonian fluid, I know you. So fun with non-Newtonian fluid. Fluid. It was Lamar University in Texas. Bunch of kids doing that. It was pretty, pretty fun. They actually put food coloring in it, made it look colorful and all that. So I want us to look at the story. I want us to look at the circumstances. And then there's some principles we want to pull from the story and say, Jesus, what does it mean for me to step out of faith, to step out of my boat today? Number one is this. Let's think about the disciples' circumstances. It wasn't just Peter's circumstances. It was all the disciples. Number one, they were alone. 
they were all alone. Jesus, it says he sent them off by themselves, right? Jesus wasn't in the boat with them. They were alone in the boat. They were alone in a boat at a place that was just a little rocky with the waves. So they were alone. There is so many times in our life when God calls us to step out on faith that we feel very alone. We feel like we're in that boat situation. I should be with Jesus. I should be, I should be with him. They kind of, at times, Jesus was like that, their, their comfort blanket. We'll just rely on Jesus. We'll, you know, we're with him and whatever he says to do, we'll do. And, and then it's those times when Jesus sends them out alone that they mess things up, right? And then he says, well, you know, this demon won't come out only by fasting and praying. And he's, he's kind of telling them their faith, what you have little faith and all these lessons. But there's times in our life, and it's oftentimes in the feeling alone that Jesus calls us to step out in those seasons. And that's what can be so difficult. So they were in a season, they were in a circumstance of feeling alone. Verse 22 says, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of them while he dismissed the crowd. Number two, they weren't just alone. They were caught in a storm. Jesus, knowing all things, he sends them out knowing there's gonna be winds, there's gonna be stormy conditions. And so he sends them out into the storm. So they're not only alone, but they are in a stormy situation. How many friends do I have? Have you ever been caught in a storm in life? Maybe a storm you didn't expect. Some storms you can see on the horizon, the, the dark clouds forming. And uh, we were out uh, at um, Krista's dad's yesterday for a birthday party. And we were hiking in the woods. They live in the woods. And we were hiking with the kids. And the first hike that we were on, I felt a few sprinkles. There was sun. And I was like, it's sun shining. I feel some sprinkles. But then we cleared this line of trees. And you could just see the dark horizon, you know. And I said, hey, look, kids. You know, I, I said, in a few minutes, we're going to get wet. So by the time we made it down for lunch, you know, it started to rain. And so they were caught in a storm. There's times in our life where we can see the storm coming. And then there's times that the storm catches us off guard, right? And it's those times that can be very trying with our faith. So maybe you're feeling alone. Maybe you're in a stormy situation. If that's not bad enough, number three, they were in the dark. They were in the dark. Let's look at verse 25. It says, during the fourth watch of the night. Now, when you read the Bible... Every word, every phrase is so important. I, I know it's so easy to just read it. Oh, I've, I've read this story so many times during the fourth and watch of the night. Jesus went on the And okay, I, I did my reading today. But if you just look at what's happening, look at the words immediately. Jesus went. Immediately he dismissed them. Immediately he went up on a mountainside. It says during the fourth watch of the night. Fourth watch of the night is between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. Basically, it's a time when we should be sleeping, right? Except for Art, right? Art, Art likes to be, you like to be awake then, don't you, Art? His job, he has, he's up and he's at him. What time do you work again? Three o'clock in the morning, all right? So if you want to have breakfast with Art, you better wake up really early, all right? Is it, dark, is it really dark when you wake up, Art? Yes. yes. All right. There's probably never been a time you woke at two or three in the morning where the sun is out. Wow, this is a miracle. No, it's always pitch black. It's a time when most everybody is asleep. 
All right, when I worked at UPS for a few months, it was like the best time to be on the roads. No one was on the roads at that time. You could just fly from here to Harrisburg with no traffic. And, and, uh, but it's a time where you should be asleep. And they were in a boat. They were feeling alone. They were in a stormy situation. And now they are in the dark. There's nothing more scary than being in the dark with something touches you. You feel something. You feel a little shiver. And everything is heightened at dark times, right? Or is that just me? Am I just a scaredy cat here? All right. When we go into a, you know, the ho- when the house is dark, I'm like, all right, kids, you go first. You know, turn the lights on. And I'll be in a few minutes. You know. Not, not really. Only a few times, huh? Actually, the scariest place sometimes for me is turning the lights off at church at nighttime. Have you ever done that? Have you ever been alone in a church at nighttime? Sometimes it can be, I, I blame it on spiritual warfare. I'm like, get behind me, Satan, you know? Like, yeah. So my kids know my, my um, this is how I handle when I get scared. I just sing songs that come into my head like, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Anyone else out there? Or is that more scary? That actually kind of, that sounded a little, that sounded a little minor, didn't Jesus, we won't do that. So they were dark. They were in a dark situation. They were alone. They were in a storm. They were in the dark. Maybe you feel like the lights are on, Pastor. It's not a bad idea, not a bad day, but there's times in your life where you feel you don't know what's coming. You don't know what is the next thing. You just feel like the blinders are on and God, I'm not sure what to do. And Jesus says, step out of the boat. And you're like, it's dark, I'm alone, it's stormy. And that's where faith comes in, right? Because if you could see, if there was no waves, if you were on dry land, you're like, okay, well, maybe I'll try. But no, he's, they're in a boat. They're alone. They're in a storm. Number four, they were afraid. They were afraid. Okay, get your, <clears throat> get your most manly disciple <clears throat> scream ready, all right? When the disciples saw him walking in the wa- on the lake, they were terrified. Get ready. Ah! It's a ghost. I think I would probably just fall over and faint or something or say, excuse me, I have to change my diaper or whatever, you know, whatever your excuse is. But they were scared. They were afraid. They were alone. They were in a storm. They were in the dark. And they were afraid. This is a circumstance that not only Peter, but all the disciples were. They're in, this, they're in the same situation. They're in this situation. And it's in these times when Jesus says, step out. And you're like, but, but Jesus, I'm scared. Or, but Jesus, I'm alone. But Jesus, it's a storm. Wait till the storm is over. Wait till the winds die down, at least Jesus. But Jesus wants to stretch our faith. He wants to grow our faith. But Jesus, this isn't financially the best time for my family or this isn't the best season for my family. Don't you see what's happening? The kids are here and this is going on. Don't, this isn't the best time. I'm afraid. What's, what's it going to look like? The disciples, 
the circumstances. But here's a powerful thing, verse 27. But Jesus came into focus. It's easy to focus on our circumstances, right? We're alone, we're stormy, we're dark, we're scared. But Jesus came into focus, verse 27. It says, but Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. So Peter says, well, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come and step out of this boat. Tell me to walk on this water with you. And Jesus just simply says, come, come. Doesn't reassure him and hope you'll be great, Peter. This is what you do. You take one step and that. just keep your eyes on me, Peter. You know, like when kids are learning something, you tell them all instructions. Well, all right, Caleb, hold on the handlebars and make sure you do this and keep your eyes on me. I'm gonna be right there with you. And Jesus says, come. You know, come. Maybe you learn how to swim by being thrown in the deep end. <laughs> you want to learn how to swim? That would be a little traumatic. I don't like water already, so if someone threw me in the deep end, I'd probably be at the bottom still today. Jesus rescued Peter, and Jesus reminded Peter of the importance of faith. You have little faith. Why did you doubt? Let's look at a few principles we can take from the story and apply to our lives and what Jesus is speaking to each of us this morning. Number one, circumstances can keep us from stepping out in faith. It's the little things. It's maybe feeling alone. It's maybe it's feeling scared. Maybe it's feeling in a dark place you don't know you can't see what's going to happen or what the step is and maybe you just feel afraid what's your boat situation today what stormy situation what what alone feeling do you have today and jesus says get your eyes off of your circumstance and put your eyes on me circumstances can keep us from stepping out in faith Another principle we can get from this is is this. The call of God needs to be louder than our circumstances. The call of God needs to be louder than our circumstances. It's it's you just picture it. Peter is at the edge of the boat. He's you can almost picture him with his foot is on the side and he he's looking, he's just peering. And he's like, I think that's Jesus. And they're all scared. They're all like huddled in the corner, and he's like, Jesus? If that's you, uh, tell me to come and walk on the water. You know, you just picture that. The call of God needs to be louder than our circumstances. I'm sure he was looking around. He's looking at what's going on. He sees the waves and he, he sees the disciples huddled in the corner and it's dark and he can kind of make something out. He can't, it's just a little blurry. And those times in our lives where we're like, God, if it's you, tell me to take that step or God, would you reveal the next step for me? And the call of God needs to be louder than our circumstances. Because if we only focus on our circumstances, all all we'll hear is we're afraid. I'm alone. 
well, this is happening, and this isn't a great season, and I'm just dark, and, and oh, I'm just scared, and oh, I'll just wait till the morning time. I'll just wait till he could have he he stood at that boat and said, oh, Jesus, I'll give you six more hours, but pretty soon the sun will be coming up. But Jesus, he didn't say, well, okay, Peter, wait. He just said, come, step out, step out in faith. Number three, focusing on our circumstances can drown us when we step out in faith. Focusing on our circumstances can drown us. Sometimes taking that step, at times it might be the easier part. Sometimes the harder part is actually walking on the water, right? And keeping our eyes on Jesus. Because the bills will still come, you know? Our job will still give us problems. Our relationship might still have issues. But God, you told me to walk on this water. And you, and you, but this happened and that happened. And my kid got sick and this happened. So many times people take steps and the enemy doesn't like that. He's going to try to attack your family and try to attack your marriage. And you're like, well, maybe this just isn't, cut. I'm just not all cut out for this. So maybe I'll love Jesus a little bit, but maybe being all in for Jesus is just not quite for me. And Jesus says, take your eyes off of your circumstances. Because we're all, we're all surrounded with circumstances, right? We're all surrounded with limited resources, limited time, li- limited energy, and all we could We could be depressed people if we wanted to be. Focus on all the things that we don't have, right? But Jesus says, focus on me, the one who provides all that you need, We might not have all that we want or all that we think we need, but God says, I will provide everything you need. Focus, focusing on our circumstances will drown us. We'll always see fear. We'll always feel alone. We'll always feel in a stormy situation. All this is never going to work out. And I tried that before. I walked on the water one time 20 years ago. I prayed a prayer and, you know, the next week this happened. And I'm just done with that. Well, if you focus on your circumstances, you're not going to continue to walk on water. You're not going to continue to see God do miracles in your situation. Number four, keep your eyes on Jesus. Step out in faith and walk on water. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Step out in faith and walk on water. Can you just imagine what the disciples were probably thinking? Like, Peter, like Jesus is what Peter, Peter is what they're probably like, whoa, this is so cool. Like I'm next. They're probably fighting over who's next. I'm going. And then he starts to sing like, no, no, you you said you're next. Go ahead. You're next. Yeah. You jump first, you know, keep your eyes on Jesus, step out in faith and walk on water. So if Jesus calls you to take a step in your life, in your family, in your finances, in ministry, if he calls you, I want you to step out, I want you to spend more time with me, I want you to spend more time in prayer, I want you to spend more time in worship, you take that step, you keep your eyes on Jesus, and you just keep on walking. You just keep on trusting. You just keep on walking with him, not focusing on your circumstances. Because here's the thing, say God challenges you, I want you to spend more time with me you know, whether it's in the mornings or in the evenings or whatever works for you. And, you know, I want you to read the Bible every day or I want you to read, I want you to spend more time in prayer every day. You know what's gonna happen? You're probably gonna wake up and not want to do it. 
You're probably going to wake up and feel really tired the next day. God says, you know, I want you to spend the first part of your morning or I want you to spend your lunchtime and, and do this. And, and there's going to be a circumstance that you're going to be confronted with. And you can either focus on that circumstance, or I don't feel like it, I'm just... Or we can focus on Jesus. We can focus on that commitment. We can focus on what God has called us into. Number five, <clears throat> when Jesus climbs in your boat, your circumstances begin to change. Uh, yes. When Jesus climbs in your boat, your circumstances begin to change. So this is a lesson of faith, but it's a lesson of the faithful one. So Jesus is walking on water. Peter tries to do it, and he gets his eyes off Jesus, and he sinks. So Jesus says, well, if you're not going to get it, I'm just going to come in your boat, and I'm going I'm to show you how it's done. And what happens? He gets in the boat, and the storm immediately calms down. The, the waves immediately calm down. And what, what is their response? Worship. Right? Surely you are the son of God. When Jesus climbs in your bow, when Jesus climbs in your life, when you make Jesus the center and focus of your life, your circumstances will change. Does it mean every day you wake up, you're going to feel, oh, it's a beautiful, I'm just, I'm ready to serve the Lord. There'll be days like that, and then there'll be days like, Really, Lord? You know, is this how this day is going to go? You know? There's going to be times you, you just don't get along with your spouse. You, your kids are, you know, just, you know, you just know how it is. But those eternal circumstances of peace and the, the storms in life, there's storms sometimes we create in life, and Jesus begins to calm some of those storms. The fears, the worries, the anxieties, the stress, the depression. When Jesus climbs in your boat, your circumstances begin to change. And number six, experiencing miracles leads to greater faith in the God of miracles. Experiencing miracles leads to greater faith in the God of miracles. So the disciples see what sees what takes place. Jesus comes in the boat, and then it's, and their faith just explodes. You know, it's just like Jesus, you are the Son of God. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to give everything to you, and we are your disciples. You know, they just I can just see them recommitting and rededicating their their lives and their ministry to follow Jesus wholeheartedly. Step out in faith and step out of the boat. Chris is going to come and sing a powerful song called Miracles, talking about the God of miracles. As she does, I'm going to ask our ushers if they come and hand out cards to everyone. We did this last week. I want to do it again this week. And specific steps that you can take, steps of faith, and we're, we're focusing on the area of giving for the next few weeks. <clears throat> Taking steps of faith in the area of giving. And uh, listen to this song, and we'll talk through this card in just a few moments.
us to take a step of faith. Maybe for you, it's just, maybe you're not following Jesus. Maybe you feel like you're not even in the boat. You're just, you're just walking your own journey. And Jesus says, let me come. Let me come into your heart and your life. Let me lead you and guide you. you to make Jesus Lord of your life. Just say, Jesus, would you forgive me? Jesus, I confess my sins to you. I acknowledge my need for you. Jesus, come and live in my life. Come and lead my life. Be the Lord of my life. trust in you. Jesus, I step out in faith and I ask you, Jesus, to come into my boat, into my situation, into my life. Change me, Lord. Maybe Jesus is asking you to take just a specific step spend more time with him. Be more committed in your relationship to him. Serve in ministry. Use the gifts that God's given to you to serve others. Or maybe God's asking you to take a step in your area of giving this morning. This morning, you've received a card and there's just different steps. We're all maybe in different parts of our journey. And wherever you're at in the area of giving, take a step. If you're already tithing, then take the next step. Maybe begin to give to world missions. You know, maybe if you're doing that, take the next step, increase that. If you're not giving anything, just take a step. I'm gonna begin giving financially to Faith Assembly. Take a step. There's some information there. You can flip the card over and see the, the next project that we're looking to do is do some renovations here in the sanctuary. You can see our goal and purpose and some of the details of what we'd like to do. And uh, so it's going to require resources to do that. So we're calling it a step out in faith fund because, you know, there's we made a commitment as a family and we don't know where the finance is going to come, but we're just going to step out of faith. Trust God. You know, it's those times where you feel scared, you feel alone, you feel, I'm not sure. God says, step, come, walk, climb that mountain. And we trust him. In a moment, the ushers are going to come forward and, and uh, they'll collect, uh, they'll receive our offering and they'll receive any cards that are handed in. So you can go ahead and, Take a step, fill that out. Let us know what step you're taking. We'd love to pray with you on this journey, just support you any way that we can. And uh, we'll also have our regular uh, offering at this time. So if you're giving a tithe, you can just mark tithe. If you're giving to missions, mark missions. If you're giving to the Step Out Faith Fund, you can mark that on your offering envelope as well. 
Jesus, we're so grateful today. We're so mindful of your great love for us. The steps, the major steps that you took that we could have a relationship with you. You stepped from heaven to earth. You stepped from a sinless life to a painful cross. You stepped down off that cross and into a tomb. And Lord, you stepped out of that tomb for us. Jesus, help us take a step of faith. Help us to step out. Maybe we feel alone. Maybe we feel scared. Maybe we don't have all the answers. Maybe we're in a stormy situation. Maybe it's not the right circumstance, but Lord, you're calling us to take a step. Help us to be obedient, more obedient to the call of God than to to the circumstances that surround us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Be blessed as you give, as you respond in faith this morning.